With the restart of the professional sports following the COVID-19 shutdown, we've taken the opportunity to check in with sports writer John Hall. As the former sports editor of the Elk Grove Citizen, Hall has a deep knowledge of local sports, and he will bring us up to date on many of the professional athletes from Elk Grove. In this first installment of a two-part podcast, Hall will update listeners about Elk Grove players now appearing in Major League Baseball. Elk Grove High School may have more players either on the supplemental teams and or active major league rosters than any other high school in the nation. I'm Dan Gowardy, and this is Elk Grove News Podcast. Hall will also discuss professional football players and other athletes from Elk Grove who are making their mark in professional sports. John Hall, thank you for joining us on Elk Grove News Podcast. Thank you. Let's dive right into things. As professional sports have resumed after the COVID-19 lockdown, um, and many athletes with Elk Grove Roots have started and continued their professional careers. Mm-hmm. And Elk Grove, as we know, is really a hotbed of uh, baseball players. So let's start there. We, I know we have several baseball players who are already in the big leagues, and I understand from what we were talking about earlier, there's some that are now in the majors Uh, Making their debuts. Right. So tell us about those. Okay. Well, uh, as many people around El Grove know, Jeff Carlson was the baseball coach at El Grove High School for 20 years. Right. And resigned a couple of years ago, mainly because he wanted to go see his boys play. And his older boy, Dylan Carlson, was drafted in 2018, number one overall uh, by the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, Dylan was called up. And made his major league debut just a couple of weeks ago, August 15th to be exact, uh, at uh, Chicago against the White Sox. In the second game of the doubleheader, he had his first major league baseball hit. It was a double to right field. And he hit his first major league homer back on August 19th uh, at, uh, at Wrigley Field. So I'm guessing if he was drafted in 2018, he's like 20, 21? He's 21 years old. Just turned 21. And very young guy. Uh, He's made... uh, He's kind of the up-and-coming star in the St. Louis Cardinal organization, and we're really proud of Dylan. For years, he was the bat boy wow. <laughs> for the Thundering Herd. And, wow. uh, and so those of us around Elk Grove Baseball have known Dylan since he was just a little one. And so we're really proud of him, and he's doing extremely well. Who else have we moved up into the majors with Elk Grove? Well, Roots? two weeks Prior to Dylan's debut, Nick Madrigal, a, another teammate of Dylan's at Elk Grove, made his debut with the White Sox at second base on the 31st of June, uh, July, rather, and uh, he played a couple of games, went 0 for his first two games, and then he went 4 for 5 in his third game. Wow. Four hits, and then suddenly on the uh, his sixth game, which was on August the 4th, he opened up with a single and then was going from first to third on a base hit, slid strangely into third. He jammed his hand into the dirt, and it caused a separation in oh. his shoulder. He's rehabbing, and I just saw a couple of nights ago, Dan, where in the um, – um, they call it the taxi squad or supplemental squad – in one of their scrimmages, he hit a home run off of the scoreboard. And so he's ready to come back, expect almost any day for Nick to return to the White Sox lineup. 
Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that injury wasn't more serious. Yeah. Particularly a young player. Young guy like that. He had a great uh, career up at Oregon State after he left uh, Elk Grove in 2015. One year was the Pacific 12 League, uh, Pacific 12 Conferences Player of the Year in baseball. So he didn't spend that much time? No, only only three years. Three years? Yeah, after your junior year or when you turn 21 um, is when you can uh, be eligible for the draft. So we have uh, uh, Carlson and Madrigal. Who else do we have? Well, already in the majors are two other former Elk Grove Thundering Herd players. Uh, J.D. Davis is now in his second year with the New York Mets. In recent days, he's been playing a lot at third base. He had been playing primarily in left field. He's already hitting 295 this year. Hit 309 last year and uh, primarily wow. in left field for the Three, Mets. 309, huh? Yeah, and doing really well. And then Rowdy Teles is in his second full year in Toronto. Last year, uh, in 111 games, he hit 21 homers, batted 227. This year, he has four homers, hitting 224. Kind of on a, he seems to be on a platoon at first base and designated hitter. But right now, Toronto has a lot of really promising stars as well coming up and mm-hmm. so it's a crowded field in that infield for the blue jays but rowdy's getting his swings but what's interesting dan is that we think and i've tried to confirm this with the elias sports bureau that elk grove high school may have more players either on the supplemental teams and or active major league rosters than any other high school in the nation. I mean, wait a second, Elk Grove High School or Elk Grove Unified School Well, districts? if you include that, definitely. Right, because Elk got, Grove High School specifically. Has, right, they have wow. eight players. So those four guys we talked about right. that are on the active rosters, but down on the taxi squads currently, Derek Hill with the Tigers, number one draft choice back Go in Tigers. The, right, uh, 2014. David Hernandez is um, is on the taxi squad with the Indians right now. He's been with about, I'm going to guess here without looking, about six major league clubs, but he has 10 years of service. Right. Uh, David Freitas right now with the Brewers. Last year, you know, he was traded to Milwaukee by Seattle, and he uh, ended up leading the Pacific Coast League in batting average. He hit like 375 last year in San Antonio. And Dom Nunez, who is uh, on the supplemental squad with the Rockies. So those eight guys, of all those eight guys, six of them were teammates at one time. You can imagine the ball club. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, at one time or another, the six of those eight played on the same team with each other. But yeah, we cannot forget about Matt Manning, who went to Sheldon High School, was an outstanding basketball player. He's about six foot seven. Wow. But, Dan, one of my favorite remembrances in covering high school sports in Elk Grove was going to Manning's games when he was pitching for Sheldon, and he was the starting pitcher. And you go early, and you knew that Matt, that Matt was going to start because there were at least 35 to 45 scouts. <laughs> one time I counted 45 Wow. Scouts surrounding the bullpen watching him warm up. So they had to have been pro scouts and college scouts? Uh, well, mainly uh, pro. Scouts. Yeah, mainly so. pro. Wow. I found out because I talked to a couple of them. Mm-hmm. 
Then during the game, they'd get everybody with their jug guns to be behind the backstop. And here's wow. Matt Pitt throwing 92, 93, 94 miles an hour. 16, 17-year-old, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Amazing. Wow. But he's with the Tigers on their supplemental squad right now. I, if Of any of these guys on the supplemental squad, I think Matt has a chance yet this season with a little more than a month to go in the regular season, I think Matt has a chance of making a, his major league debut. Well, as a lifelong Tigers fan, they're doing miserable this year, so this might be a great opportunity for oh, him. Oh, it, it is. Seriously, if you're on a crummy team, it's a great opportunity at some point. Yeah, it is. It is. But Matt um, Matt is going along quite well, and and I think it's it's it just goes to show you the quality of youth baseball we have in Elk Grove. John, let's turn to the other favorite football of Americans. That's okay. football. Now, I know we have some players from Elk Grove uh, in the NFL, but we also, I'm under, I've am come to learn from you that we have a uh, head coach now from, uh, That's of, correct. from Elk Grove High School. So right. let's start with the NFL first. Okay, the NFL. Uh, first of all, Lamar Jackson, not the, the Lamar <laughs> Jackson, but Lamar Jackson uh-huh. went to Franklin High School, played uh, four really good years at University of Nebraska as a cornerback. Mm-hmm. He's trying to latch on with the New York Jets right now. Okay. And so our wishes are for Lamar to make the team. I don't know. I haven't read anything on the Jets to know exactly how he's going to be doing. Cole Hickatuni, who played at Pleasant Grove High School under Joe Catalico, went to the University of Louisville, did very well. A couple of years ago, got a chance to play spottedly with the 49ers. And then ended up signing this year as a free agent with the Dallas Cowboys. And it looks like he might be a lock at, uh, to make the Cowboy roster uh, this year. Good for him. Yeah. Ethan Westbrooks, who last year was on the Raiders roster, a defensive end, uh, played at uh, Franklin High School. Now, Ethan was with the Rams for several years. In fact, was with the Rams when they were in St. Louis. And then, of course, they moved to Los Angeles. Uh, they're listing him as being a free agent right now, so I don't know. I don't think he's in anybody's camp. Okay. But we got to uh, mention him on top of the two guys that have been around for a while now. Kenny Wiggins, mm-hmm. uh, Elk Grove High School, went to Fresno State. 2011 signed uh, as a free agent with the uh, undrafted free agent with the Ravens was on their practice squad, came to the 49ers for a year, was on their practice squad. I think he went somewhere else. And then finally latched on with the Chargers in San Diego and worked his way into a starting position at guard. Wow, good for And uh, now he, this is his second year with the Detroit Lions. And uh, number 79, <laughs> when you watch your favorite Lions, yeah. Dan, uh, look right. for number 79. He's 6'6". <laughs> six, six, 318. Wow. <laughs> you know, Kenny's not well, – Maybe he big. can help the Lions. Maybe he can help <laughs> Matt Patricia a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you, you hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a great Kenny Wiggins story I wish I had the time to tell. Um, and then Eric Armstead, everybody lo- knows about Eric. Right. Eric uh, went to Pleasant Grove High School, uh, played at the University of Oregon, uh, 49ers first-round draft choice back in 16. Um and everybody thought he was kind of a dud up until last year. And then, of course, the 49ers do well. He had a great year. Yeah, the breakout year last he year. He really did. Signed a big contract. And so Armstead now is considered to be a cornerstone of the 49er defensive line. 
Well, Al Grove's doing pretty good in football too. So we got, but we do have one more person we need, we need to talk yes, about we as do. it relates to football. Actually, let's talk about two more. Okay. okay? Um, as people who have been following the news know, the Canadian Football League canceled because ca- Canadian football is played during the summer months. Right. It starts like about mid July, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. right? And they're over usually the Grey Cup, which is their uh, equivalent to the Super Bowl. The uh, the Grey Cup is I think in the first part of October, I can't remember. Um, but back in December of 2019, Ryan Dinwiddie was hired as the head coach of the Toronto Argonauts. And as far as I know, and I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this, he is the only person from Elk Grove to ever become a head coach in a pro football, in, prof- in professional football. And l- let me add one little nugget of information that people – they shouldn't be dismissive of the CFL. And I'll tell you why. And this goes back several years. Some of our listeners may not remember it, but the head coach that took the Minnesota Vikings to the Super Bowl what, three, four times was Bud Grant. Yeah, sure. And Bud Grant started out as a CFL head coach before he uh, moved into the Minnesota Vikings well, organization. Well, yeah, and uh, they claim that some of the ripples that he brought out of the Canadian game really helped the Vikings. And this is in the 1960s, the purple people eaters, as everybody remembers them right? and playing in the snow there in Bloomington at old Met stadium. Um, That was, that was an experience. That was an experience. Uh, But I will say that we have a player currently on the CF on a CFL roster. It's Jalen Saunders Mm -hmm. who played his football for Joe Catalico at Pleasant Grove, went to Fresno State. There was a coaching change there, and he transferred and played his last two years collegiately at Oklahoma and did really well and uh, played for Bob Stoops there at Oklahoma. He tried to get on with the Saints, with the Jets, and finally ended up in Canada. He played a year or two with Hamilton, the Tiger Cats, and right now he's on the roster for the Ottawa Rough Riders. Um, now, Jalen, of course, like so many other CFL players, have tried to uh, get out of their CFL contracts to try to play some football this fall here for the NFL. Uh, and so I don't know about Jalen yet, whether he's trying to latch on to the NFL or if he's going to try to stay in Canada. Well, for the, our last segment in this part one of our uh, discussion of Elk Grove sports, let's talk about some of the other sports and some of the other pro athletes that made their way out of Elk Grove into the, uh, the, the, the ranks of professional athletes. Yeah, in just the last, well, in one case, last week. And oh, wow. in one so in the really, last few, yeah. Really current. Last week, Emily Laska. Now, Emily um, and her brother David um, live in Elk Grove, uh, right there off of um, the Valley High Country Club's number three fairway. <laughs> and uh, I know because I almost put a ball into their backyard. And... Uh, Emily uh, went to St. Francis High School, played collegiately at University of San Francisco, and has always been a scratch golfer as long as I've known Emily. And she finally she had a few medical issues. She had to deal with an injury, I believe, to her wrist, from what I remember. And she last weekend made her debut on what they call the Symmetra Tour, which is the equivalent to the Corn Ferry Tour for the for the men's 
PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, the Symmetra Tour uh, is the up-and-coming LP, future LPGA stars. And uh, Emily made her debut at a tournament in Southern California, shot a 270 in her first round, and she was in 13th place. Good for her. And then she ballooned to a 78 <laughs> and, got, and missed the cut. <laughs> it sounded like my Well, life. it happens, I guess, in yeah, golf, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so Emily um, is going to uh, try to make a, you know, get her LPGA play card. And we wish her the very best, of course. Matt Lagrassa went to Pleasant Grove, in, uh, and he's a 27-year-old. He, as for what I have gathered and what I've researched, is the first Elk Grove resident to make a Major League Soccer roster. He, this year, this summer, is playing defensive midfielder for the Nashville SC. And what did he go? Did he play uh, club football, uh, club soccer? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, and has played for several. He two years ago played in the USL for the Sacramento Republic. Okay, was uh, then went over to and played for the Reno team for about a uh, well, the I, about a year and a half from what I recall. And uh, this year signed with Nashville. And so now he is not the first professional soccer player from Elk Grove. He's the sec- first male. The first professional soccer player was Stephanie Lopez-Cox. Now, she graduated in 2003, um, and she played in the Pro Women's Soccer League in, uh, I believe, Portland. It might have been Seattle, uh, up in the upper Midwest, uh, upper Northwest, sorry. They're fanatics and, about it up there, too. Oh, they are. They, yeah. they loved it. And Stephanie recently retired. She was part of the women's gold medal Olympic um, soccer team at the Beijing Olympics. 2008, if I... Somewhere in that time frame. Yeah, Yeah. correct, correct. And then she was part of a women's World Cup team as well. Very good. Well, John, thank you. We'll, We'll continue this conversation in part two. So thank you, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Okay, sounds great.